What's going on, everyone? My name is Teddy Ragsack, and you're listening to TED Talk Sports. And this episode is brought to you by Grooming by Diane, the best dog grooming services in the San Fernando Valley. All right, really big news in the NFL. Um, my Los Angeles Rams are trading away Jared Goff, two first-round picks, and a third-round pick in exchange um, from for Matthew Stafford from the Detroit Lions. Really big trade, and honestly, I think this trade is great for both teams. Now, you don't typically see that in sports. Usually one team's getting fleeced by the other team, and again, usually time time will tell which team got the better end of the deal. But for right now, I think this trade's really good for both sides. People are acting like this is a terrible trade, and everyone hates it but i really think it's a good trade honestly um the lions get a, a, a great opportunity to rebuild or i should say maybe continue rebuilding because it feels like the lions are always rebuilding it, they're just one of those teams where like i've never thought of the lions being like okay now now they're ready to compete you know even even when they had a couple years back in like 2014 or whatever i just never really felt like they were they were really not they were done rebuilding um it's definitely a work in progress but yeah, so they get some picks to rebuild, um, and they also get Jared Goff, which you know people think that's kind of a throw-in, and you know they have to absorb his contract for three years. But the way that I look at it is, they get a quarterback who's still kind of unproven. He's 26 years old. He led a team to the Super Bowl, um, and he's a former first overall pick. Like I said, still pretty young, and the potential's still there. Now, he's you know physically the gifts and everything. He he he's has the build, I guess, for a quarterback. He can make certain throws. Um, so, the, like I said, the potential for Matt, uh, for not Matt Stafford, for Jared Goff to be a Pro Bowl quarterback again, it's definitely still there. So, I mean, if you're Detroit, right, and you're rebuilding, you might as well take a shot on someone like Jared Goff, right? Especially when you're inheriting all the picks and everything, anyways. So now they're not going to have to, you know, throw in some some random practice squad guy on their quarterback. They get someone that's an that's worthy to be an NFL starting quarterback, someone like Jared Goff, who's like a mediocre-ish quarterback very inconsistent but he's not like a bottom of the barrel kind of guy he's not like the worst quarterback ever he definitely deserves to be in the nfl um but again he's not gonna i don't think he's gonna turn any heads i mean if he if jared goff was, was struggling a bit with all the talent to, you know to win games with all the talent that he had over in los angeles um i just find it difficult i find it difficult to believe that he's gonna um excel you know over in detroit where he doesn't really doesn't have um as much help now the Rams get Matthew Stafford, which I, I think is a significant upgrade over Jared Goff. Now, I'm not saying Matthew Stafford is a top five quarterback or anything like that, right? I'm not saying he's the greatest quarterback of all time. I'm just saying that he's a significant upgrade over Jared Goff, right? Let, let, let's let, let's start with that premise because people are gonna take this way further. I had this conversation with some some other people, and I. All I said was he was an upgrade, and they're like, oh, so you're saying he's the best quarterback right now? I'm like, no, that's not that's not what I'm saying, okay? But he definitely is an upgrade over Jared Goff. Look, you could take a look at the stats from this past year, right? Matthew Stafford had 26 touchdowns um, and 10 interceptions, and <laughs> Jared Goff had, uh, let's see right here, he had 20 touchdowns and 13 interceptions. And again, Matthew Stafford didn't have a team, right? Matthew Stafford had better stats on a worse team and he's had better stats the, the past few years in Jared Goff with a worse team I don't know why it's so difficult for some people to, to to wrap their minds around that he's been he's been performing with essentially nothing right 
Like, he's been doing a very, very good job with not that much talent. His best target was, what, TJ Hawkinson, Marvin Jones, and Jared Goff's played with, like, Todd Gurley, Brandon Cooks, Cooper Cup, Cam Akers, Tyler Higby, right? So, it, it, it look, people, people are like, oh, well, you know, he hasn't done that well. But look at his team, right? Matthew Stafford has not had a good team. And it's 12 years in the NFL, Matthew Stafford has had a top 10, not top 5, top 10 defense once. He had it once, and they went 11 and five, right? He hasn't had that much talent. If you're if you're trying to argue, I mean, you can't argue that Matthew Stafford has had any help at all in Detroit. Um, he, I mean, they 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 give up the, they give up the tenth most amount of sacks. Like I said, they haven't had a good defense, um, and he's just look they they haven't done a good job of surrounding him with talent, and especially any sort of run game. They really haven't done that. Uh, look, Matthew Stafford, okay, here's a fun stat. Matthew Stafford <laughs> has had an 100-yard rusher on his team eleven in, in only 11 games in his career, right? In his whole 12-year <laughs> career, Matthew Stafford has had one of his running backs rush for 100 yards 11 times. So that's out of 166 games. Like, he, had, he doesn't have that much help. He doesn't have a defense. He doesn't really have... Um, you know, he had Megatron for a bit, right? But again, Megatron isn't enough. You don't, One wide receiver isn't enough to, to, you know, seriously compete. You know, football, it's not like basketball. You can't just have two superstars like the Lakers. You can't have LeBron and AD, right? You need more than that. You need a full, complete team. There's an offense. There's a defense. Uh, there's a special teams, right? There's there's so many moving components in football. It's one of the ultimate team sports. So he, he does need help. Um, and... I mean, given his body of work for what he was given, it's very, very impressive. Um, now, look, people are really upset, right? I hear this argument a lot, and they were upset because they wanted to let Jared Goff develop. Um, but here's the thing. The Rams are in win-now mode, and they have been in win-now mode. Look, ever since the Rams made that run in the Super Bowl in 2019, they've been in win-now mode, right? They, they, they traded... Uh, for people like Brandon Cooks, um, Robert Woods, Dante Fowler, Aqib Tlaib, I think Marcus Peters we traded for. Oh, and someone by the name of Jalen Ramsey. You might have heard of him too. But the Rams have been in win-now mode. We have Aaron Donald, who's 29, I think, believe, uh, turning 30, right? And in you know defensive lineman years, that's like 85, right? So he's, he's definitely going to be deteriorating over the next couple of years, I would assume. But he's also not human, so maybe he sticks around a little bit longer. But... You're, you have Aaron Donald in his prime. You have you know Jalen Ramsey. You have all these guys. Um, they're, you're in win now mode. You have a number one defense. You have a Super Bowl worthy defense. You're in. You're trying to win now. Now Jared Goff could maybe be the guy in two three years or something like that. But with the way the Rams have built their team over the past three four seasons, we can't really use them that well. They're like I said, the Rams are trying to win now, and Jared Goff, I don't think he's going to be that guy in the next year or two he just isn't um now like yeah look Goff could be a good quarterback in the future but he just he just won't allow what the rams are are he just won't allow the rams to do what they're trying to do and it, it's it's just you know jerry Goff. it just really comes for me it just comes down to his decision making he had a lot of really poor interceptions and again really really bad on the deep ball 
right? He had Brandon Cooks for a year, and they just were never able to get – we couldn't really use Brandon Cooks partially because concussions and stuff like that. But the other part is Jared Goff is not really good at throwing, at throwing the ball uh, – throwing the ball deep, I should say. And here's a fun stat. Um, on 20-plus yard passes over the past two seasons, Matthew Stafford um, – let's see, he – Matthew, okay, Matt, over the past two seasons, on 20-plus yard passes, Matthew Stafford has um, roughly 1,900 yards, 13 touchdowns, 6 interceptions. Um, Jared Goff has 1,000 yards, 4 touchdowns, and 6 interceptions. So, again, he, he's just going to allow us to do so much more, right? So much more. Also, Jared Goff was the second had the second most turnovers in the past two years. So, People always love to bring up, you know, 2019 Jared Goff and the Pro Bowl Jared Goff and how good he looked, but he's not the same quarterback. He's just not. I mean, he's regressed. You could see it statistically. He's just not the same quarterback. The only thing he did really well over the, you know, improved on was his completion percentage, which which that's gone up. But everything else, yeah, it's just, it, it's not the same. He's not the same quarterback. And it's just, I think he was in a good scheme, um, but he's, he, I think he's, he hindered the Rams offense. And I think, the, the past two seasons, they they kind of weren't – it just didn't mesh well. I mean, look at all the talent Jared Goff had last year, and he couldn't make the playoffs, right? I mean, if you give Matthew Stafford that team, I think that team could make the playoffs. So, I don't know. I, I – you know, I'm not, I'm not over here, you know, again, I'm not hyping up Matthew Stafford as the greatest quarterback of all time. Again, I would still – even with Matthew Stafford, I wouldn't put, put us above the Chiefs, but I think that we have a much better shot – at contending with teams maybe like Green Bay, right? Maybe teams like the Bucks, which I know Jared Goff beat the Bucks, but again in a playoff setting, I think we have a better chance now. We have a, a, a much better quarterback. I mean, I just if if, if this is the math, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> if this is the math equation, right? It's like what it's like what are we missing? The Rams had a top three offensive line this past year. They had the number one defense. They have a you know special teams has been fine. Matt Gay came in um, off free agency and he's been he's been stellar. He's been awesome. Um, you have a really good skill position group with, you know, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, Tyler Higby, Cam Akers, our rookie running back, has looked phenomenal. What's missing? What's holding us back there? If all these other things are checking out, right, there, there has to be some sort of variable, something going on that, that's not allowing us to win these games. That's just we need that extra oomph. So it, it, it just it just boils down to that. Now, this is a really big gamble. This this does not come without its risks, right? I mean, I'm not going to try and act like two first-round picks and a third-round pick isn't a lot. But, look, we get Matthew, we don't have Jared Goff's contract. We have Matthew Stafford, who's going to be a good quarterback. We know, for, I'm pretty confident, he's going to be still a good quarterback for the next two seasons, and then he'll be a free agent, right? So we're going to have a little bit more flexibility financially. Um, and then when people bring up these draft picks, who are we going to pick? Our, our draft picks weren't going to be that high. It's a, it's, it's a low first-round pick. You know, it's not. I, I just don't know anyone that was really going to wow us or going to really be the X factor, right? I don't see anyone. I don't see us drafting someone in the first round and then that guy being the person to lead us to the promised land. I just, I just doesn't seem like that. Now, so yeah, look, this is this is the gamble. Um, there's a ton of pressure on Matthew Stafford. I, I look. If I said we were in win now mode <laughs> the past like two seasons, now that's cranked up to like a hundred. Right? I mean, there's so much pressure on Matthew Stafford to excel. There's a lot of pressure on the – it's Super Bowl or bust. There's a lot of pressure on the Rams right now. So um, they really put all their eggs in one basket. There isn't much of a future past past Stafford and, you know, because 
this could go really poorly. This could go very poor. Look, Matthew Stafford could end up, you know, maybe getting hurt. He could end up not being the guy. And, you know, we don't have any picks to rebuild. Aaron Donald's off his contract. Ramsey's off his contract. You know, it, it could it could unravel fairly quickly. But as of right now, for the next two seasons, we're in a really good position, right? We're in a very, very good position. Um, another argument, too, that I wanted to address, because people were, like, bringing this up a lot, is that they're like, oh, so you made this trade for Matthew Stafford. Why wouldn't you make this trade for someone like Deshaun Watson? I'm like, do you, do you think... Right? Do you think for a second that the Rams sat there and the Tex the Texans were down for this trade and we said, you know what? We don't want a top five quarterback. We're going to take Matthew Stafford instead. No. I say this a million every time there's a trade. Remember, trades are a two-way street, right? You have to have both parties agree to it. It's not like the Rams could just storm into Houston and be like, okay, you're accepting this deal because the Lions were willing to accept this deal. It doesn't work like that. Not at all. The, Tex the Texans clearly weren't interested. I'd be uh, now if a story comes out and, and there's it, it's confirmed that the Rams didn't even bother with this kind of trade to the Texans, then that's a whole nother story. But I'm assuming since we have a pretty co um, coherent front office, I'm, I'm a, under the assumption that we at least tried, right? I mean, did you do you seriously think that the Rams didn't at least ask about Deshaun Watson? I mean, serious. I, I would be very, very surprised if they didn't even at least send it like an email, right? Hit them up on their pager or something. I don't know. But there's no, there's just no way. Again, trades are a two-way street. The Texans would have had to agree to this. Then the reasons why the Texans didn't want to agree to it and the reasons why this trade is even better is because they didn't want Jared Goff's contract, right? They did not want to hold on to Jared Goff. Look, if Jared Goff was this messiah of quarterbacks that some people are suddenly pretending he is right which is kind of funny because all as a rams fan the past few years it, all i was hearing was how can you even draft jared goff over you know all these other players really you took goff he's a bust he's a bust and the moment he gets traded it turns into he's a bust and he's a wow he's, a, he's only 26 years old you're giving up on him he's this young promising quarterback he led you to the super bowl jared goff didn't lead us to the super bowl we had a phenomenal phenomenal defense now he did do well against the saints in the nfc championship game um not gonna deny that that was pretty awesome i will always love jared goff for that moment but for the most part it wasn't like he was doing anything super crazy he had todd Gurley, who was having a breakout year aaron donald um, Dante Fowler, keep to leave all these cr this just loaded stack team, and you know, it, it's it, and on this offense that was just starting to flourish, and then people hadn't really adjusted to the way Sean McVay was running his team yet. So he had a lot of other stuff going for him. But yeah, I don't think that the Rams had any sort of chance at picking up someone like Deshaun Watson. It did. It, it's just it was probably out of the question. Now, what's interesting is that. I wonder what the price is going to be for Deshaun Watson because if they had, if the Rams had to unload two first-round picks and a third-round pick for Matthew Stafford, right? The Texans are what they're going to do is that they're going to the next team that's going to inquire about a trade, they're going to be like, look, I, I don't want anything less than that. I want so much more than that because because Deshaun Watson is a much better quarterback than Matthew Stafford, right? We can all agree on that. So the Texans are going to sit there and be like, okay, if you're not at least offering like. <laughs> three first round picks or something like that plus whatever else then we, we're not interested so by offering all these picks it the rams made it really really difficult for other teams like the jets other teams like the 49ers um 
to get a quarterback like Deshaun Watson. They, they, they totally upped the market value of a quarterback like Deshaun Watson. So the rest of the I – mean, but he's going to be gone, though. He's officially requested a trade. He's going to be gone. But what this narrows down to – what this narrows down to is figuring out which team would be willing to pull the trigger on giving up that many assets, which team – is really close to being getting to the Super Bowl again, but just is a quarterback away. Which I think, if I were to take a stab at it, um, I mean, I don't know if the I don't know I haven't followed the front office that well, but I mean, the 49ers are a quarterback away. The I mean, they <laughs> they really are a quarterback away. They have a phenomenal defense, great offensive line, great head coach. It would make a lot of sense if they made some kind of trade like that. So, but again. The NFL has been really crazy. I don't know. Maybe some team like the Jets is going to be super, super desperate uh, to to kind of kickstart. You know, maybe they're the head coach who actually was on the 49ers. I've to- I'm totally forgetting his name. 49er fans, don't be upset with me. But maybe he's going to want um, to get Deshaun Watson. He's going to want to make a big splash. So, look, the NFL landscape, it's going to be really interesting. This also makes things more difficult in the NFC West. So, I mean – it, it, it's going to be pretty nuts. But overall, I'm really excited. Like I said, I think this trade was really beneficial for both sides. And I, you know, I, I think that the the Lions have their work cut out for them now. Trying to, I don't know if they're going to try and develop Jared Goff. I, I, I don't think they will. But they're stuck with a long contract for a while, so they might as well get comfortable <laughs> with that one. And the Rams are going to, I think, I think if I were to take a step, if I were to take a guess, I think the offense is going to run a lot smoother with Matthew Stafford because you don't have to spoon feed him where to throw the ball every time. He just looks so much more comfortable, um, you know, making big throws and things like that. And he finally has some help. And one more thing too, I know I know I'm rambling on here a little bit, but one more thing, this puts a lot of a ton of pressure on Matthew Stafford's legacy, a ton of pressure because his whole career, he could always look back on his career, right? People are like, oh, you, 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 your team was never good. Your team was never good. Now he's on a good team, right? And he's 32, 33 years old. That's not super old for a quarterback, right? I mean, look, Aaron Rodgers is is 37, 38 years old. Tom Brady is like 42 in a in, in the Super Bowl, which that in itself is absolute insanity. But he's not he's not you know maybe maybe a step or two past his prime, right? He's not like an old man or anything like that. Um, so he's not going to have this excuse of being like, oh, I never played for a good team. So Matthew Stafford really needs to deliver. So his legacy is going to be like, okay, now you have your shot. You've been you know, crying your whole career saying you didn't have any help. Now you have your help, right? So if he can't at least make the playoffs or be competitive or win the division, some sort of accolade with the Rams, it's going to crush his legacy. So again, the pressure is on in Los Angeles. I'm really excited to, to – well – I can't be too excited because football's not going to be for another year. But, again, the idea of having a brand-new quarterback and everything, I'm really excited for it. Um, But, yeah, so let me know. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Let me know. I would say in the comments down below, but this isn't a YouTube video. But, anyways, guys, if you're still listening, thank you so, so much. I honestly really appreciate your support. Uh, My name's Teddy, and this has been an episode of TED Talk Sports.